Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to another episode of Broad Street LinkedIn. I'm Reed back on with Griff. And is this the greatest collapse in NFL history? I mean, there's never been a 10 and 1 team not to get to 11 wins, and we had an extra game. Um, at this point, there's not even like a, a pro here. It's really just everything is wrong with this team. Uh, the game was awful, obviously, after the second quarter. Uh, there's nothing to watch, really, right? Um, but before we dive into all the negatives, because there are a lot of them, all I'm going to say is playoffs start next week. Everyone's record zero and zero. It's anyone's dance. I'm not going to say I'm confident, and you'll hear all the negatives later, but to get you through the week, just keep that in mind. And, of course, the NFL puts us on Monday night, so we can't even enjoy the games on Saturday and Sunday because we're just going to think of our impending doom. But um, what are your uh, what are your first thoughts on this game, Griff? I mean, it was a game that, in theory, they could have played great and still pulled their starters after the second quarter. Um, Sirianni said they were going to be watching the Commanders game. Um it was a game where we kind of put ourselves in a position and, you know, maybe if the only thing is if the Cowboys were down, we still had no chance. And that's what is killer. Cause we were down like 14 points in the first quarter, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it just sums up how this past month and a half has been. Um, yeah. That's and, a great point you make. Yeah. Cause you know, Ruben Frank, he, he talked about this on the post game. It's just crazy to think that, you know, obviously the Cowboys ended up blowing them out, but commanders are up 10-7. The Eagles, you know, 
have a chance at this two seed here. And I mean, just 14 down right away, just like that. It's just makes no sense. Turns out we were all wrong about Desai. I think Patricia is actually worse. Um, you know, tra- Hassan Reddick, the fact that Hassan Reddick came out before this game saying, you know, obviously not explicitly saying he's pissed off, but he's like, look, like I'm not really, I'm a, I'm a sack getter. I, I rush the passer. Like I get sacks. And then I guess just as a fuck you, Patricia drops him into coverage on the first two plays of the game. Like, is that why everyone hates Patricia? I'm, I'm now finding out why everyone hates Patricia. Treats his players like crap. And, I mean, why are we dropping these guys in the coverage when we're getting no pressure in the first place? I mean, to be fair, we were we were calling for Desai's head too, but I, I think Patricia's worse. And one thing I think speaks volumes to the offensive play calling is that Dallas Goddard had one catch for four yards on three targets in a first half where A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith weren't in the game. That just shows that this coaching staff refuses and are so reluctant to adapt their game plan and change their play calls during the game and still had Hurts throwing outside the numbers to Quez Watkins and Julio Jones. And it's like... If our two weapons are down and we have a stud tight end, you would think Brian Johnson would have the brain cells to be like, oh, well, our top two guys are down. Let's get it to our third option. No, let's throw it to a 90-year-old Julio and Quez Watkins, who's done nothing for this organization but cost us a Super Bowl. It, it just it doesn't make sense. And I, I it, it's speechless. Like, how, how does that happen? Yeah. I, brought, I mean, defense, I think, is more a reflection of – Lack of talent. Um, I know Slay and Bradbury had great years last year, but they're they're both over thirty. Um, they hit the wall, and you know this happens to cornerbacks all the time. This is not something that's new or just happened, and it especially happens to Eagles cornerbacks. Um, our linebackers, I mean Cunningham's back, but Avante Maddox I guess looks a little better, but Blankenship's really not that good in coverage. You know he's the team leader in tackler in tackles, I think, but. Sydney Brown tore his ACL too. You know, so I think that our defense has a long way to go. And the combination of that with the new play calling and the lack of consistency, um, I give that the excuse for that. The offense has no excuse to be bad. The offense has no excuse to be bad. Um, And they are, and they're bad for almost the whole year, I'd say. Um, They've not really put a complete game together. You can maybe say that Bucks game. I don't know where they. I don't know. I just don't. Th- I yeah. don't. I don't trust this team to to do anything. Um, and I'm not even excited for the playoffs. I'm not. I like. I go in. It's just yeah. The Bucks scored nine points on a terrible Panthers team, but dude, how, how many would we score on the Panthers? Like honestly, like, we are so comfortable. Our offense goes in every week with the same game plan and. You know, we're in the league professionals. People, you know, Sirianni was so cocky. You know, it's just – it's all shaped up for exactly how it's going. Sirianni and, screaming at his fans, and then now we fall to the five seed. And how about Sirianni wearing his visor yesterday with the Super Bowl logo on it for the press conference? Like, buddy, yeah, you made it to the Super Bowl. You've also been at the bottom of the hill as well. Like, just because you got there once doesn't mean – Oh, look at me. I'm the best. I've already been to one. I know what I'm doing. It's like, no, we're a dumpster fire and we look horrible. And another thing about the defense, just to stick the knife in and twist it a little bit more. 
This is a tweet out from Matt Curry Sports. It's a Titans fan account. He says, Kevon Wallace, after being claimed by the Titans, 75.9 PFF grade, 86.7 tackling grade, 41 tackles, 10 run stops, 77.9 coverage grade, 15 yards allowed per game, re-sign KV, all exclamation points with a flexing emoji. And now it's like, who like no no one's doing their job. I mean, if Kayvon Wallace is doing this on that disgusting Tennessee defense, like how is it to blame there, right? I mean, yeah. especially now that Reed's I mean, Reed, I, I love Reed, honestly. I, I he's the only one I see who's playing with hearts. Yeah, but, he does. He just struggles. <laughs> and exactly. And then Sidney Brown, torn ACL, like and like, you know, to your point when you say you're not even excited, it's like I know I'm gonna get up for the game and I'm gonna like convince myself that the guys are too but it's they're just they're just going through the motions there's no fire I mean we say it every week but it's just it's it's just getting worse like and exactly like you said this is a professional football league this is the best of the best if you have a weakness they're gonna find it and it's your job to adapt and it's I think the biggest thing is the 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 just the lackluster just you know it's the eye test it's watching our team play and seeing that there's no effort no heart no fire and it like it's almost like I was more excited when Wentz snuck in and we played Seattle than I am for this playoffs even though this roster is infinitely better uh it's just it's tough it's tough it's it's tough to know where to go from here and then of course you have Javon Hargrave you hear this story uh, I saw I think I saw what he said right yeah, it's Javon Hargrave. Obviously, as you guys know, um, got traded to the Niners this past offseason. He said, when comparing the Niners to the to the Birds, he says, it's like how people compare the Golden State culture and Miami Heat. Over here, being San Francisco, it's the Miami Heat. Over there, the Birds, it's Golden State. Over there, it's chill, relaxed. Over here, nah, it's work. You just don't love to see that. I mean, obviously, they – you could be totally BSing, right? Like he plays for our rivals, whatever. It's just still not something that you like to see, especially when conditioning is coming into question with our young guys, especially just looking gassed out there. I know they play a lot of snaps, but you just don't like to open your your social media and, and see that on your feed. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it could just be him taking a chance to, I don't know if he had the – I don't think we matched uh, his contract offer, so he could have some some sort of uh, qualms with the Eagles, and that's fine because we let him go. But, uh, yeah, I mean, still, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, someone's saying something, you know, it's not, it's not for no reason usually. And uh, I believe it. I mean, you could say anything about this team right now. I believe it. And Sirianni coming out and saying, hey, we were 10-1. and one. Like, dude, what? Yeah, we were ten and one. Then you like you went one and five since then. What like what do you want a pat on the back for that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know. Yeah, like it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. So like, what is the point in like you saying, hey, you know, we're a ten and one. We were a ten and one team. We can get the, you know back to where we were. It's like we were scraping out of those games, and everyone was saying, you know, the frauds, 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 and we were saying, you know, we keep winning. So until we lose, you know, you can call us whatever you want, and then we start losing and. It all, it all was true. All of it was true. And I don't see, 
I just don't see this team going anywhere. Hurts doesn't like look fired up. None of the guys do. No one does. No one. No does. one. No one. No one does. Um, and yeah, we'll probably lose the vets too because you know coming into last year, coming two years ago into last year, there was like the hype. You know, maybe Hurts is the guy, and all the vets stayed around. Now it's like, what do they have to stay for? Yeah. And so, it's 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 tough to watch. So let's let's get into it then. What uh what do you think of this upcoming game here? Um I don't I don't want to put any I don't want to look down on any offense going against our defense. Um but the Buccaneers we beat them once in Tampa Bay. They're not really playing their best football. They just got in. Um so I think it'll be a good game and it shouldn't be. But I think it'll be a good game. You know, maybe we can light a fire under our asses and start something. Um, but unless there's an upset, we're going into San Francisco and losing by two touchdowns, probably more. At least, yeah. We're going to see Sam Darnold by the fourth quarter. You know, it's – it's – we need an upset in the six or seven seed. Or need it. Yeah. Lambo, I mean, Packer upset in Dallas would make my season, honestly. That would be sweet. Yeah. But um, you know the Bucks. The Bucks have our number in the playoffs. But it's just like we can't lose this game, right? Like we can't. Like I mean, this is a cop out answer. I'm still picking us to win, but like I wouldn't be surprised if we lose. Obviously, obviously, cop out answer. But it's just what I just. I mean, what would this season even be if we lost this? It's just. It's. It would be a full dumpster fire. I mean. Yeah, it's it's hard to imagine. Maybe it'll be better for the future if we lose. Maybe then uh, we'll get Rabel. I can't believe the Titans fired him. By the way, that's yeah. unreal. But, I mean, if we um, lose in the first round, we're borderline the Jaguars. Yeah, eight and three don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Losing the wild ninety nine percent chance. We're ten and one, and we lose in the wild card round. I mean, I guess like ten and one fall to five seed, don't have a home playoff game, lose to Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield's probably have his best season ever. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> I and I'm, I would not be. I'm not putting any money on that game. No money on that. Oh team. no, I know. I mean, the fact that we're favored is ridiculous. Um, and you know, like you said before about Sirianni being ten and one and saying all that, it's like this literally might be the biggest collapse in NFL history. And it's just, it's just unreal that we're witnessing what's going on with this team right now. But and that's um, why you don't get cocky at ten and one, which he was exactly doing. Yeah. Like I love, you know, it's working. It's I love it. But I was saying earlier, like, like karma's real, and like what goes around comes around in the sports world. <clears throat> and him screaming at Chiefs fans, like him saying, like, pointing at the camera with the tush push. It's like, is that our identity? Like, we scream at everyone else, and then we get punched in the face, and then be like, oh, remember when we were ten and one? He he just <laughs> looks like a jackass. Like he really does. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's actually unreal. Um, but uh, I think that's all we got for you today. Uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Broad Street LinkedIn. And uh, go birds. Go birds.